Hello one and all in this brave new world. Welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled, the podcast that takes the facts, sorts the weak from the chaff and finds out once and for all what is amazing and what is rubbish and what is rubbish and worthy to be thrown in the bin. Thank you for listening. My name's Dan. This week I've got you three facts. Uh, One about strange safety, uh, another about the White House and about a kid that very simply has way too much cash. That's on my end. We've got Connor here as well. Connor, what have you got for us? Okay, so we are digging deep into the music of 2016. We're also talking about owls and their eyeballs. And technology, I think, has gone a little bit too far. I'll tell you why soon. Oh, you love your tech as well. Mark is also here. Mark, what have you got for us? Hello, hello. Right, well, I've got Musical Roads. I've got America's First Bank Robber and... A woman who helped civilization but never knew it. We will get to know it. Stay there. It's a brand new Baffled on the way. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, it feels like however you feel politically, whatever you're feeling about the world, feels a little bit different today, isn't it? Feels it a little bit. It feels a little bit different. It's a, it's a sunny day outside. It's a sunny day outside. That's all I'll say. I'm in a uh, emotional tumble dryer. That's what I call it. An emotional tumble dryer. Are you warm yeah. and fluffy? Well, when it comes to politics, yeah, I feel like I'm in an emotional tumble dryer, and this week very much is part of that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just turning. I'm going like this with emotion. What interested me this week, Connor, is you sent out a tweet from your Twitter account, which is Connor X Knight. Is that what you are? That is it, yeah. You sent out a tweet. Bear in mind, you could not move for just stuff about the American presidential election. Couldn't move for it. Biggest news story ever. You sent a tweet being like, um, is, there, is there an election on? Where can I watch it, please? <laughs> just stick yeah, on the so TV basically, channel, mate. Stick anything basi- on. Basically, I, I tweeted out saying, where are we at? And, and where can I see it? And, and the reason for that, okay, is because, yeah, the, the American election has taken over the globe. So wherever you're listening right now, you've definitely been part of it. You've definitely watched it. But it's so hard to keep up with. It's like, it's so difficult. It, 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 I, it just doesn't make sense to me. It does now. But it's very hard to keep up with that. And also as well, a lot of the people that are covering it, different outlets, are really bad at it. And um, my, my boss actually sent me a CNN link and it was the best one and it was, it was answering all the questions I needed. 
I genuinely think that I have withdrawals from watching CNN and John King and his magic wall. I've never known or cared so much about individual counties within states in America. I never knew so much and equally I've never forgotten so much in the space of 48 hours afterwards. But oh, I was addicted. I was, you know, Macoa County or whatever it was. I was like, oh yes, I feel like I know that place like the back of my hand. Never heard of it before that. Never, ever heard of it. But suddenly Macoa County, yes, please. It is like a, yeah, it is like a drug, isn't it? You do find yourself literally waking up in the morning and you're switching it on. You're going to bed with it on. You become so invested. It's the way the Americans do it. Us in the UK, boring. You know, the elections, who cares? Pretty boring. The Americans, it's like there's music playing. They're all in their cars, tooting their horns. Over here, it's like, Satin Boris, welcome. I, I, I also kind of got into a situation where I felt like I'd invested so much time into it that for the final, let's face it, the final day, like 24, 36 hours, not a lot happened. We were just waiting. Caught everyone unaware, didn't it? It caught everyone. Declare. It broke here on the Saturday, it broke in the UK on the Saturday afternoon. And I think everyone was kind of doing other things. Anyone had kind yeah. of given up well, the ghost. So Exactly. This is the thing. I kind of I felt like I'd invested so much into it. I was like, I don't want to miss the moment. Like I feel like I have to keep watching, even though nothing's happening, just so I don't miss the moment. And then what happened? Missed the bloody moment, didn't I? Missed I think this, it. I think this filters in really nicely. And I this is very, very coincidental, actually. I wanted to share this tweet with you both and all of the listeners because it really made me laugh and it's been a highlight of my time this week. There was a tweet. Um, it's one of those fake ones. But Trump basically tweeted, didn't. But he was like, um, if I lose this presidential election, I am leaving America forever. I am gone. I am disappearing. I don't want anything to do with America anymore if I lose. And somebody created a fake Joe Biden Twitter account and replied with Biden. It's very good trolling. Very good trolling. No matter what, no matter what you feel politically, you can appreciate that is great trolling. Uh, that is great trolling. Well, I was talking about the Twitter, why this all came from, which was your tweet, Connor. Which it goes into that category, things tweeted, which should just be a Google search. Now we get this. Just just stick it on Google. Just stick can it do, on but Google. You know, Stick it on Twitter, sit back, wait for the reply, click the link, job's done for me. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, well, much like how you get some of your facts sometimes. Oh, I've already texted three friends about this week's facts. Great. Right, well, you can kick us off then. What has your friends, what has your mates delivered for you this week? Okay, this is kind of disgusting for the first one, but uh, did you know that you can see an owl's eyeball through its ear? What, as in like get really close to the ear and you'll see the back of it? So basically, there is a northern saw wit owl. Um, oh, and it's basically, my, my favourite type of owl. Yeah, it's the, my favourite type of owl. There's a massive opening in the ear, a huge, huge opening in the owl's ear. And if you actually go close enough and look, you can see the back of the eyeball through the owl's ear. You can actually see the workings of the back of the eyeball. Disgusting. They've got big eyes and I think they have quite big ears, don't they? So that makes perfect sense. It does make perfect perfect sense, um, but where's the where's the brain, or is that higher? I just didn't really. Is there, It'll be at the back. You know? But but so there's nothing in between the ear and the eye. Just whew, straight through. So Wind. in my head right now, in my head. So I know I'm not an owl, but is there is there ear, back of eye, nothing here, nothing here. No, you'll have like, <laughs> for want of a better word, cabling and stuff. You'll have nerves that are connecting things up. Yeah, Those and, famous owl cables. And your your ear 
is is twisty so you won't be able to see right through because your ear canal kind of twists around and you've got membranes and things in the way which are registering sounds and helping you understand what's going on and your brain is set a little bit further back very nice but yeah i i, I read this fact and it kind of made me feel a little bit sick i'm not gonna lie to you i mean the idea of seeing the back of an eye can you touch your eye are you one of these people that can touch your eye yeah i can touch it yeah if i've got an eyelash in i just claw it out yeah what what i think it's one of these things that when you're young someone tells you that it's disgusting and then you 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 have that it's like something that you believe in whereas i'm all, look, i'll do it now there you go no apps absolutely not sort your life out no listen mark what's your first fact did you know that roads can sing? Ah, singing roads. Talk to me. Singing roads. So there are, uh, there's a few, there's probably like a half dozen of these across the world and they are called musical des- musical roads and they are roads which are specifically designed to play a tune when you drive over them. So it takes the concept of, you know, when you be a little bit lackadaisical at the wheel and you just slightly slip onto the rumble strips and, you know, they're obviously designed to vibrate to wake you up so that if you suddenly you know doze off hit a rumble strip on the side of the road you and then you wake up because you suddenly feel the vibrations and you hear kind of that low tone so essentially what they've done is they've taken that concept but created musical notes out of it is there an optimum speed there is an optimum speed for whatever road it is. So it's designed for optimum speed. So, for example, there's one, I believe, in Hungary, where if you stick to the speed limit, you'll hear it perfectly. And if you don't, then you essentially hear it out of, t- out of tune. What's the song in Hungary? Uh, in Hungary, it is a, it's a Hungarian song called Route 67, and it's on Route 67. Um, How did but you the know one- the answer to that off the top of your head? Research. It's called research. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you re- you research you research well. You find your facts, you get it done. Um, do you want to hear an example of a couple of them? Always. Okay. So uh, this. Oh wait, you're not you're not going to hum it. You're not going to sing it yourself. I'm just waiting for him to go. No, I'm going to give you the actual road. This is Romania, and then Cardi B WAP plays or something. Right. So this is in California. It sounds like a swarm of bees. It does essentially sound like a swarm of bees. Here's a slightly clearer version. Do you want to know what that should actually sound like? It sounds like cars going past. Yeah, I'll be honest. They haven't done it very well. This is what (laughs) it was meant to be, okay? This is what it was meant to sound like. Yeah, I got a little bit of that. It's like a pirate copy. Yeah, it's it's pretty much like a pirate copy. This is a slightly better one. This this one is in the Netherlands. Quite like that. The tech that must go into the tech that must go into getting this done. I mean, it does beg the question of why. Why not? Why not? In assembly. Why not? Why not? Why would you not? If you if you can, if you can make the world a more joyful place like that. Was that was that can buy my lord? No, it wasn't. It was um, just a random gene. Ah. But essentially, the the way they do it 
is that uh, they put grooves in the road and the number of grooves you have in a certain space, the more grooves there are, the faster the vibrations will be, so the higher the tone of the note. So that's how they do it. So there's a lot of maths that goes into it and then they groove out the road and then as you drive along... Literally groovy. So Mark, say, you know, you're looping the M25, you're going away with the missus for the weekend, all right? You're 10 hours deep into your drive. You're dozing off, all right? You're tired. You've missed your Red Bull. You haven't stopped at the services for a couple of hours. What's the tune you want to be hearing to wake you up behind the wheel? What do you want to hear? I feel like at Christmas, they should put a special version on the M1, whereas I'm driving up the M1, you just hear Chris Rears driving home for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, like all the, all the way up the M1. I don't, I, I don't need to get Bluetooth on to listen to it on my speakers. I'm just listening to it on the rumble strips all Dan, the way up. Dan, one tune. You're looping the M25. You know, you're going to your festival. You're dozing off. You're dozing off. You want one tune to wake you up and the road can play it for you. What, what are you picking? I want something pretty anthemic. I'd want something uh, maybe like the Champions League theme tune. Ba, 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 ba. Champions! I saw someone on... I saw, I, saw, I saw a worrying amount of people on Instagram today putting um, who had put their Christmas tree up over the weekend. Not down for that. I know 2020's been awful. I know it's been a tip. Uh, still, restrain yourselves. Restrain no, yourselves. I'll be honest. I haven't yet, but I'm on board. No! I, I, it, my first mulled wine the other ruin, night. It will ruin it by the 25th. Absolutely Daniel, not. Daniel, Absolutely my dear not. Daniel, I could have Christmas 11 Daniel. months a year, mate. My dear Daniel, I am with you on this and I'm going to one-up you on this with the ridiculousness that people have now created Halloween trees, which basically brings out your Christmas tree in the month of October for Halloween where you decorate it with Halloween stuff and then change it over mid-November for Christmas. So we're actually talking early October you know, erection of trees now. <laughs> it's, it's never called that. It's just, just restrain yourself like a little bit. And like, I know it's been awful. And I'm not, a, I don't want to be a fun sapper here. I love joy, but it will be better if you hold off. No, I agree. I'm, it's I, like most I'm very, in life. No, I am in the camp of it's been a year. Let's have two months of Christmas. We'll just live it up larger two months. But we yeah, can't but Mark, live up. You are. Mark is that guy, isn't he? I mean, you, you have to love Mark for so many reasons. He's a Disney fan, and Disney fans equal early Christmas guys. I mean, that's how it is. He's the sort of guy that wants Christmas tracks on the radio all year round. Uh, you are that guy. Give me, give me a month off. A month off for a bit of Cardi B and WAP, but everything else, 11 months of the year. Right. More on roads is my first fact of the pod. Uh, Volvo, they employ... <laughs> employs the wrong word. Uh, Volvo have a crash test moose, right? Because Sweden has the most mooses in a small amount of space in anywhere in the world. Meese. Meeses. Um, Volvo is a Swedish car company. Uh, in 2018, the Swedes had almost 6,000 accidents with mooses or meese in the year. So Volvo have made a crash test moose, which they ram their cars at to make sure that they're safe if you do hit a moose. It genius. It makes perfect sense. You look, you. I think because it's a moose, you're like, that's hilarious. That's kind of funny. But 
if it was normal objects in life, normal things, it'd be more except brilliant idea. It, it, I mean, you, you can't argue with the logic. No, it's made of... If it is can't. a big form of crashing, you've got to test it. You've got to do it. There's only two in the world. It's made of 114 rubber discs. It weighs 790 pounds. In the tests, uh, the vehicles, uh, they travel about 50 miles an hour. Um, I don't know if the road sings. That's almost the... the optimal speed to hear some music on a music. There you right? go. Yeah, that's Cardi. that is Cardi B WAP. I've never heard that song, by the way. Cardi B WAP vehicular speed. Yeah, only two in the world. Wow, that is a uh, that's a cracking fact. That's and also a, a, a clever fact, really. If you think about it, pretty obvious. If you're making cars, quite wise, quite wise, isn't it? If there's moose walking or meese or whatever you want to call them, because you think about it over here, like whenever you're driving along, you see a lot of roadkill, obviously, and always sad. But like my friend hit a badger. Now badgers are big but they're not big yeah, they're pretty they? small they're compared to a and car he drives an Audi A3 of course your friends do I can't drive and, a Toyota uh, quick like question us. is it an S model yeah. uh, it's an A, it's an S3 actually yeah he was actually time travelling yeah. he, he, was, he, was, he was going so fast he was time travelling at that point he was splitting open the galaxy well to be no, just, to, just to sort of get put this into perspective here um, he hit the badger he was doing about 40 45 and he completely smashed his bumper to pieces, completely done the wheel aligning on his car, everything. Like, it was three, four grand worth of damage just from hitting a badger. So can you imagine what a moose would do? Um, by the way, have you ever seen a moose? Not in real life. Have you properly seen a picture of a moose? They seen are a picture huge. of a moose. They are massive. They are also, they've probably got the funniest face of any animal ever. Uh, yes, 100%. I can go with that. So I can in, 100% in, agree in, in funny-faced... Animals, you have mooses up there. Also, a sloth is up there. A sloth looks like a panda's face that's been squashed. If, you, if you've never really looked at one and you're listening, uh, look up moose face right in there, right in your face. And then um, sloth face as well. It's almost like when I look at a moose face, it's 80% finished. It's just got a massive I nose, like isn't it? it? It's a huge nose. Yeah, I feel like it isn't finished. As in, like, they're born unfinished. They're 80%. The, the, the face isn't quite formed how it should. And then they just bung on the two horns that are way too big. Massively oversized. Th- there's no reason for for horns to be that big. And yeah, they, they, they do look very, very weird. But you've got to kind of love them. Love to see a one moose kind of looks like if you asked a four-year-old to draw a reindeer. Yeah, there's a lot of that in there. In, in Sweden in that year, in 2018, there was 16, fantastic phrase, by the way, sentence, 16 moose-related accidents a day. Sad, but wow. the phrase moose-related accident is a pretty funny one. I will, I will say one thing on that. I mean... Is it about your mate's if, Audi A3? No. If you S-model, hit, don't forget the S-model. It's actually, knocked out the wheel, it's actually knocked out the wheel alignment, that Badger House. It's actually slightly knocked out the, uh, the, the, the tracking on that. I mean, it's sad yeah. and all that a badger has lost its life, but I mean, four grand's worth of damage we're talking here. Well, yeah, do you know what I mean? But you you hit a moose and one of those horns come through the windscreen. It's good night Vienna, isn't it? I think it's an ear, by the way. I don't think they have proper horns. That's an ear? These things here are ears, yeah. Wow, news to me. That's a big ear. Right, Connor, give us your yes. second fact Ola of the podcastium. There is now technology built into some guns in America that allow a gun owner to control the safety catch using their smartphone or tablet. Has it gone too far? I think so. Well, I, I mean, surely that's just 
A, it's hackable, so it's less safe. B, that's just that's like, a faff. That's a faff. You, I think when you have a gun like this, you need a caddy. Yeah. Not like the golfer has a caddy. You need that. It's like you, you lock on, you unlock the safety. <laughs> lock the safety. Do you know what I mean? Like you have the guy there. Was that a gun impression or a hairdryer you just did? I don't really know. It was one of those things. But yeah, this is too too far. I love technology too far. It's technology far, that doesn't need to far. be solved because the safety catch surely is right by your finger. That's the point. I do love like some apps for things. Here's how beautifully middle class the app that I love is. In France, uh, when you're canal boating, just boating, they have an app where you open up locks. This is already the most middle class. You, are, you open up. You are... In France, when what is canal boating? <laughs> you, you can open up your locks in the future with an app that's that's pretty great so you know that okay in five minutes i'm going to be at a lock i want it to be ready for me bam open it up on the lat the, the 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 app because let me tell you this for free put your money away when you are canal boating lock, locks are the locks are the most annoying part well yeah you know that that's a good app but unlocking the safety i mean during my days of clay pigeon shooting in uh in in the woods of essex um, you know, safety catches aren't really a problem for me, for me and the, the fellow shooters. So um, that because you're shooting really clay pigeons you're... in the sky. Well, yeah, exactly. When we go shooting, you know, the the, the sort of the weekly shoot. And, you, um, you know, you yeah. know, you know, it takes away some of the the coolness of that when you say that you're clay pigeon shooting. You're not going to shoot real pigeons. No, I know, but I, I think I'm not that kind of guy. I just wouldn't qualify it with clay pigeon shooting. I think it sounds. Harder if you say, oh, you know, when I'm when I'm out in in Brentwood shooting with the boys, when we get the bullets from the bum bags around our shoulders, if you if then have to go, oh, clay pigeons, is it? Oh, come on. Mark, what's your second fact of the podcast? We have Henrietta Lacks to thank for a lot of the world's medical research, but Ooh. she has no idea. Hold on, Ooh. that's the point, Connor. That's the point of the fact. Henrietta Lacks. So Henrietta Lacks was diagnosed with cervical cancer in 1951. She went to John Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore because, and this is this is a bit of history for you, it was one of the only hospitals which would treat her because she was a black woman. So they had specific black and poor people wards. So it was one of the few hospitals that would treat her. And her doctor, we're not in the age of needing to consent to do various medical things here. So her doctor, without telling her, cut a little piece of her tumour and put it into a Petri dish. They then sent it down to the research lab where it acted a bit differently to normal skin cells. It doubled and then doubled again and doubled again and refused to die. And at this point, everyone wants skin cells to do research on because it's incredibly hard to grow them out of the body. And this cell wouldn't die, and they just kept getting more and more and more. So they sent them off to various researchers around the world. And from that little bit of tumour, we've now been able to do things like create a vaccine for polio, develop IVF, cloning. We've been able to map genes. We've been able to figure out what skin cells do in space. And the list goes on and on and on. She, though, Henrietta Lacks, has had absolutely no idea that any of this happened. Good fact, well told. It was kind of like a movie trailer, that wasn't it? Thought, it was, yeah, I thought so I'd go a bit. Gripped. Thought I'd just you know up the up the storytelling ante. I mean, I'll be honest, there's, there's not so there's gripped. not much we can do with that. I think the biggest thing for me is when you look back at that time in the world and the fact that there were, as you said, places that wouldn't treat black and poor people. I mean, it's incredible that that was once life. 
And also, like, that was how people lived. You'd have to think about those things. That's it's just absolutely mental, isn't it? And yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's incredibly sad when you look back and obviously we've come a long way. That's only 1951 as well. It's only round the corner, Connor. It's not even back in the day. That's round the you corner. You think that was only 45 years before I was born. And you think about that. Like, you need to go to hospital. You need to think, hold on. Like, I can't go there. I can't go here. That's just such a... When you think about what we've got over here now. Wow. Very eye-opening. I think... I think the, the, the other thing about it is that this was all done without any consent. Her family didn't even know until many, 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 many years later when a, a scientific author came and spoke to them about it and to get their views on it and to find out the real story. They had no idea that her cells had been curing everything around the world and creating cancer medication and all of this as well. And she didn't incredible her genes did an incredible job for humankind and she didn't know and her family didn't even know isn't it just incredible though like when you actually think about it isn't it incredible how science can and this is something where i really enjoy science my worst subject at school but the fact that they could use that one thing and how much that has done for for well the the, the world really it's incredible isn't it like the fact they can do that yeah these little things these little discoveries that you make or these little things rather that lead to huge discoveries are, are quite amazing. I mean, yeah. If if you look at like with evolution and stuff, when, when Darwin kind of makes little links between things and then it grows and grows and grows and grows. It's, it's amazing. Like I, like the apple falls on Isaac Newton and he's the only one to go, hang on, what's this about? Why, why does this keep falling down? Like these things, that's what it's all about. Right, second fact of the pod for me. Uh, if you wanted to buy the White House, you need to stump up more than $400 million. Understand. Yeah, a lot of money. It's been uh, a few years ago now, so it might be worth more. Uh, Zillow, an American kind of real estate company, uh, valued it at almost $400 million at the time. If you wanted to rent it, 132 rooms in there. Can you tell me the, uh, can you tell me the address? Number one, Washington. Number one, Washington. 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. It's, That's a good pub, it's a good pub quiz fact, by the way. You should remember that. Didn't even need to look that up. Uh, they, rent, they valued it, yeah, that much. And you would need to, to pay uh, $2 million every month if you wanted to rent it. You'd get a fitness centre, a basketball court, and obviously controlled access, and you'd need to be the president. But, you know, that's side note for that. A lot of money, $2 million a month to rent it. You feel like they're missing out on a trick here. Just rent it out. Just Airbnb, part of the White House. That just solve all the uh, economic so the crisis, most, the mo- right? Yeah. Question. The White House, I was looking at pictures the other day of, of Trump sitting in there. The desk that they sit at. In, in the Oval Office. Yeah, in the Oval Office. Resolute that desk. Is the Resolute desk. That's it from National Treasure. That was where I was trying to think. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's the it, one from yeah. National Treasure too. Yes, yes, it is. It's, yeah, but but more importantly, it's the, is that desk... I just wanted to... Is this? Is that always been there then? What's the history behind that? Is that been the desk from the well, very it, first... Well, it was. I, I don't know when it was made, but I think the reason it's called the Resolute desk is it was made with wood from uh, a famous ship, I imagine, HMS Resolute, which would have taken people over there. Uh, I think I think that's the case. So whenever that is, I can't imagine it was um, there from the beginning. But then again, I don't know. Do we do we reckon that's worth more than the White House itself? I don't know. I can't imagine it's worth four hundred million dollars. Did you know the most expensive property in the UK? Uh, it's in London. Uh, do you remember Phones for You, the phone company? Yeah. yeah. Phones for you for phones. Phones for yeah. you for phones. Uh, phones for you. Uh, the founder John Caldwell 
turned two like mega mansions next to each other in Mayfair. He kind of knocked them through, made them one. Uh, and that's worth £250 million. Pounds. Lot of cash. Lot of cash. Lot, lot of cash. Other interesting fact. Did you know the White House is actually only about 70 years old? So the White House exterior is still the original White House exterior. However, uh, about 70 years ago, I can't remember who the exact president was, uh, they knocked a lot of it down inside and basically rebuilt it all from the inside out. So the exterior is still exactly the same. But the interior itself, the actual building is only 70 years old. Or it might, well, be, about 80, it might be about 70 to 80 years old. The interior is soon going to change, isn't it? Because it's going to be like finding Wally because you're going to have to find Trump in there because he's refusing to leave. So it's like, what room is Trump in this morning? We're all over the political satire today, aren't oh, we? Oh, we are. We love it. We well, love it. Just asleep at his desk. Um, HMS Resolute, it was, yeah, from 1850 is when the ship set off. So back then. So way back, Connor. So yeah, quite old. Not been there from the start, though. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right, if you want to get in touch, if you want to give us a shout, you need to send your email over to info at baffledpod.com, wherever you are, however you're listening, however far back you are in the, the, the timeline of the show, get in touch, info at baffledpod.com. Um, Mark, who's in the inbox this week? Yeah, I'm just going to whiz through a few quick ones. Hello, Give Jen them the Miller, time so they whiz- deserve. Yeah, I mean, I am. I'm whizzing through. We're much more important. I've been listening from the beginnings and you guys make me laugh and brighten my day. I've got my boyfriend, mum, best friend and a few other of my friends to listen and they love it. Keep up the good work. That is from Jen in America. Aww. So hello, Jen. Love to Jen. Uh, Hello to Andy G as well. He says, I listen to your podcast on the bus when traveling to work. I love to listen to the facts and the banter. I work with kids and I do social groups with pupils. We started doing Fun Fact Friday with them and they love it. Here's one of my fun facts. Hippo milk is pink. Very good. I imagine maybe it's because of what they eat. I imagine imagine they eat a lot of stuff with pink pigmentation. What, What magic do you think that is? Just that they've got pink. What magic? So of all the magic, humans can't fly, humans can't be invisible, but magic make you hippos have pink milk. Yeah, it's one of those cool things. Just allow it to be that. Uh, and also hello to Tony, who is from Texas, Connor. He's from Texas. Hey, he says he's been listening man. since he's been listening since the beginning as well. Connor is my favourite because he's more relatable to me. <laughs> I have several friends who always Austin. That's the only reason he's relatable. Because he because he finds No, he a- says I have several friends who are always two steps behind the punchline. So that is why. Hello to Dan and Mark and a big Texas hello to Connor. Oh, yeah, I love that. Shout out to you, Tony. I love Texas. I've been to Austin a couple of times. That was a dig. He had a dig at you. No, I don't care if it's a dig or not. He's from Texas. His name's Tony. So Tony from Texas. I like him. Well, listen, are we sending them all badges? Yeah, we're sending them all badges. But currently, I'm on lockdown, not allowed in the office, so you got to wait. But I'll get them to you. Yeah, if you want a badge, remember, just get in touch. <laughs> Give us anything. Get in touch. Info at baffledpod.com. 
Um, and yeah, let us know. Oh, you would do this, but let us know where you are. It's always amazing to, to hear other people that love Connor from Texas. Right. Last facts of the pod. Connor, you promised us, promised us that this is the best fact that you've got. I thought that was a big call to make because I'm leaving it till last because quite a lot of people kind of drift off at this point. So you better make it big. Okay, so question for you, Mark, first. Who do you think sold the most CDs in 2016? In 2016? Yeah. CDs, like physical CDs? Yeah. Um, I'm fairly certain, if my musical knowledge is correct, the answer would be NSYNC. NSYNC? Good shout. I want to say either Cliff Richard or like young kid band. Mozart. Say that again. Mozart? (laughs) You know, Mo, Mr. Zard, Mozart. You've made him sound like a rapper from the NWA. Mozart. 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 No, Mozart. I don't care. Like Moats. No, no, he's like the most famous musician ever. You have to give, you have to probably Mozart. 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 Up the Mo, right? We're calling Mo going forward. So he beat Adele, Drake and Beyonce, even though all those artists had Grammy winning hits that year. So without going on tour, releasing promos or even being alive in the past two centuries, he beat all of them to selling the most CDs. In Why have you predicated it like that? You know, the guy. I love the, that. The, Without the, going on tour yeah, or doing promo. Well, of course not. He's dead. Yeah, or even, or even being alive. Yeah, or even, you know, he's not He's not around. Oh, Mozart is dead. 1.25 million CDs he sold, and that is more than Drake, Kanye, and Beyonce. And it was called, it was called, say his name, Dan? Mozart. 225, the new complete edition. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that new, is it? It's not really new. But yeah, the biggest thing I think to take from this is just goes to show the power of streaming, doesn't it? I mean, 2016, Spotify was around, Apple Music, etc., etc., And obviously, he sold the most CDs. But it's obviously, it's because as well, you know, and this is something where I think the fact's a little bit, it's a great fact, but it does open your eyes a little bit. It's because Drake, Kanye and Beyonce, who's buying their CD? No, yeah, no one is. True. Yeah, the only people it's that the old buy- Nana's buying a bit of Mozart. Eh, eh, Doris, eh, Doris, stick on now. That's what I call Mozart. Stick it on, stick it on. I want the new Mega Mix from Tchaikovsky. Mo, Mozart, Mozart. No, Mozart. Why is like eighty percent of this podcast you pronouncing things wrong and me and Mark getting a half about it? Mark, give us your final fact. America's first bank robber deposited the money back into the same bank. Idiot. <laughs> so, at the Bank of Philadelphia, August the 1st, 1798, a sum of $162,821 was stolen from the vault. There was no sign of forced entry, so it was thought to be an inside job. Patrick Lyon was imprisoned as the prime suspect as he had been the carpenter that worked on the vault's doors. But then the bank realised a man named Isaac Davis had been depositing large sums of money into the Bank of Philadelphia. Turned out he was one of the robbers involved. And then in 1799, a year after the robbery, Lyon was freed and Davis ended up having to repay the money, but never actually served a day in jail. There we Play go. Place key. Rob, give it back and you're off the hook. Is that how yeah. it works? It was almost like a long game of hide and seek. What did you say the, the, the dude's name was? Uh, Isaac Davis is the guy. It's not a robber's who... name, is it? Not a robber's name. We learned last week 
that I'm exceptionally good at telling people's names, and I would never. What's a robber's name? Uh, Derek. Rob, obviously. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, Derek. Rob. If you get if you're gonna steal money from a bank, you're called Rob. No, it's like if I'm talking bald man from you know the east end of London who's nicking stuff, it's Derek. If it's not, if it's any other robber, it's Mozart. Move on. Geezer sold the most amount of CDs in 2016. He robbing no banks. Right, last fact of the podcast. At the time of filming the movie Richie Rich, Macaulay Culkin was the richest kid in the world. And then it all went downhill from there. Yeah, I quite, yeah. I quite like Macaulay Culkin's chops now, though. I think he's pretty... T- because, you know, he did all that when he was young. It must be really bothersome to know, like, after a, when you're kind of growing up and you're in your 20s, to know that probably the stuff that you are known for was way back. Like, that must be... It must either be, like, really crippling or quite freeing to know that, hang on, you have left your mark on this world. It doesn't really matter what you do. You're going to go down in history. You've made a ton of money. Just go out and do it, mate. I quite like that. I think that would be quite freeing. I do think it... And we, we've spoke about this before, but it's kind of scary, though, isn't it? Like, when you think of his age and, and what he done. So young. I mean, if you type in Macaulay Culkin and watch his first ever interview he done, the kid is... I mean, how old is he in the first film? Is he five, six? Or am I going to... Don't know, mate. Talking about Richie Rich. Six. It was his last film. But I'm just it was saying- his last film as, a, as, as an actor at the time. Uh, as a child actor. It was made in 1994, uh, which would make him... Duh, 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 about 14, maybe, maybe a bit younger, 13. And he was the richest kid in the world as he made Richie Rich. It's quite a nice ring to it. Right, that is the end of this week's Baffled. What have we learned? Well, a badger does a lot of damage to your car. Also, by the way, it is way too early to put up your Christmas tree uh, if you're listening to this in November. Uh, and also, if only Mozart did a little bit more gigging around the circuit, Connor might actually know who he is. Thank you very much for listening. If you want yourself a badge, let us know who you are. Send you over your address, not in a weird way, but send it over to info at baffledpod.com. And that is it for us. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. Peace out. I'm going to go and listen to Mozart's new release. We'll see you soon. Bye.